Hi and welcome to another episode of the Getting Things Done podcast from GTD Nordic. I am still Martin Røvik and I'm still here with my friend and colleague Lars Rotskill Hendriksen. Hello Lars. Hi Martin. Happy to be back and looking forward to talking through today's topic with you. If you are new to this podcast, our goal is to support you in using the GTD methodology to clear your mind and stay present with whatever you're doing. And we really hope that you find these episodes valuable and you can implement them in your life, regardless of how experienced you are using GCD. If you want a refresher or learn more about the basics of GCD, we recommend you go back and listen to episodes one through six. Yep, we do uh, recommend that. And today's topic is why each part of GCD matters. And we have comprised some questions that we would like to answer. Uh, isn't that so, Lars? Yeah, that's true. So, so based on a lot of the, you know, normal uh, pushback or feedback that we get when we, for example, deliver a GCD speech in in companies, um, there are some common questions or common, yeah, um, yeah, qu questions that arise in in the participants' minds on how to to do this, why should I do this, why do I need this, etc. Um, and we thought this might be valuable to to walk through uh, some of these questions, and, and hopefully this will be helpful for our listeners. Uh, both with regards to their own GTD practice, maybe some some steps could could use a bit of uh, mm -hmm. refreshing um, in their systems, but also maybe to explain to people around them why they're using GTD, why it matters uh, when they do each of these uh, these elements of GTD. So um, that's the topic of today's podcast. Indeed. And the first question we've written down is why would I write even the small stuff down? Yeah, why? Why is that, Lars? <laughs> <laughs> Why would I do that? Well, it's, you know, when I started using GCD, that was, you know, really the first step for me. Uh, of course, it is the first step, but the, really the first thing that I um, started to implement was really to start writing things down. And uh, one of the, the things that I noted was really the... You know, I saw other people had already picked up this habit, um, but but I started really, you know, when you really start to implement GCD and really get, get into the weeds and writing everything down, it really makes a big difference. And, you know, part of it comes back to just how your brain works. It really doesn't, um, you know, the part of the brain that holds these kinds of information doesn't really understand complexity or whether it's relevant to be aware of right now well, or how much time it takes. Yeah, exactly. So that just shows up and uh, often it shows up. At, at random times as well um so so writing the big things down that seems like the maybe the natural approach for people that they you know they, i am a smart person i do smart stuff complex stuff i'll, I'll write the big stuff down uh, obviously i don't need to write the small stuff down because mm -hmm. i'm i'm a i'm a smart human being but uh, but in that case you know the small stuff can really really take up so much of your attention you know i i you know sitting in meetings and uh, you know cat food pops into your head uh, again and again because you really have to remember to buy that on the way home. Um, really getting the small stuff out is just just necessary. Um, you're, that's just how your brain works. Uh, that's that's what I would say at least. What would you say? No, I, 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 I totally agree with this. And But in addition, it's like you don't need to rethink the small stuff. You know, you have mm. a strange sound in your car. And you think I need to figure out what this strange sound is. And uh, if you then at the next convenient stop you write that down strange sound in the car you, <clears throat> you don't have to rethink that and re um 
you know, revisit that thought more than one time because then you, you have it captured. You can do something about it. And it is, it, it boils down back to the, the magical number seven plus minus two of the George Armitage Miller's um, uh, famous um, uh, scientific research program uh, where he tried to find out how many things can you have in your head at the same time of complex uh, matters. And uh, uh, he says that uh, the, the more things you have in there, the, um, you can have between five and nine and newer research, which is not as, you know, humanly um, uh, optimistically says that the magical number is four. So if you have four <laughs> things in your head, you can't have anything more than four things in your short term memory. And then if something more come in, something falls out. And as you mentioned, your your brain don't have that capacity of um, remembering this is important, this is not important. So you might forget two milks or you might remember two milks on your way home, but you will forget the contract you need to sign before you leave your office, which is the mm -hmm. really the important things you need to do. And um, to be able to be the most present with nothing on your mind, you really have to empty it fully or as full as it can be, uh, fully as it can be so that you are the most present in the moment. Mm, yeah. yeah. And I also seem to remember David at one point mentioning that if you, you keep stuff in your head, it'll take more or less of your attention than it deserves. Yeah. It never gets the right amount of attention. You'll tend to forget things, i.e. less uh, attention than it deserved or more attention that you will keep reminding yourself about these things, about cat food or the contract or whatever it might be in your world. So getting all that stuff down into a trusted system mm. uh, is really uh, is really key. It is, it is indeed. So, um, should we move on to the next question? Mm, yeah. Who needs an inbox? I know where my stuff is. <laughs> I hear that a lot. Uh, so, so I, I, I kind of maybe wrote that uh, as, as this was maybe last uh, minus 12 years <laughs> <laughs> reading GTD for the first time, looking at that uh, part of the book and, and saying that I needed to set up an inbox, and, um, a physical, physical inbox yeah, at home. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, um, but but it really made made a big difference having that specific place where things would end up. Um, and I, I would have a tendency, you know, I'm a, a trained as a graduate engineer in software systems engineering. Um, I thought my whole life was basically digital. Why would I need a physical inbox? I had a small apartment. No way I would spend spend any or waste any desktop space uh, for for just that. But you know, having that one place just makes sure that you're you know, your home is not an inbox. Uh, mm -hmm. that, that's what it was before. There were anyway sort of ad hoc uh, inboxes uh, scattered around my apartment that I would, you know, put things uh, in one location. The uh, mail from the mailbox would go on, on one part of the shelves and there were some notes that I would, you know, put on the desk somewhere. Mm -hmm. And, you know, having just putting all that stuff in one place just gave some kind of peace of mind, mm -hmm. I think, um, you know, trusting that I had captured everything that I needed to capture and my brain would kind of stop scanning around, always looking for, for stuff. It would, of course, pick it up, but I wouldn't be reminded about the same things all the time when I when I walked around the apartment or, or God forbid, down towards the basement, yeah. <laughs> the, the basement that had to be cleaned mm -hmm. and, and, you know, all, all that stuff. Yep. Um, so, um, yeah, the, having an inbox uh, really made a big difference um, both at home and at work. Yeah. And it is, it is a, a, if, if you 
use the inbox correctly so that you don't have the you know the 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 last couple of centimeters is still don't touched in uh, you know in a couple <laughs> of weeks and you, you but if you clarify and organize them uh you know the, the content of the inbox on a regular basis it, it becomes a trusted place where you and your the people around you can put stuff they want or you want uh, something done about and uh, i love the, the example of um you know your 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 uh, ink cartridges are are on your home printer is is empty and you have to buy new ones and you go to the shop and you don't remember your printer model you don't remember you know the, the you remember maybe the color but you don't remember you know how did the cartridges look <laughs> but if you put it in your 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 in tray or uh, and then uh, processes clarifying it into your into your system it will be on your earnings list with maybe the um, the printer number and um, and, uh, you know, the cartridge number or a photo of the cartridge number of what you does, it may be even faster. So when you go to the shop, you, you actually can buy that uh, thing. Mm. And it makes a huge difference on, on uh, you know, feeling that you are, you're moving elegantly uh, throughout the day to have a place to put them, put things. Mm. And it actually happens things after that. So I remember my... My spouse at uh, a few years back, um, my ex-wife, she put a door handle there. Um, and that was a clear message that I should really go go to the hardware store and get some <laughs> new screws to get our handle fixed to the door again. Kind of like a um, good way of talking. So that 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 is would be my my added to this. So. Yeah, and I remember it from my my son as well. You know, when when he was uh, growing up, and I was uh, working on becoming a GCD trainer. Always, you know, he had some some different toys. Some of them needed batteries. Batteries would run out. Um, I might have an opinion on whether we should add new batteries to some of them, but at least you know it was an easy thing to pick up, throw in the inbox. I know I would get to that later, so we could still you know play around with the other stuff mm. and and just stay, again stay present. Yeah. Good. So on to the next question. Um, mm-hmm. I know what needs to happen to the things on my list. I don't need to clarify them. <laughs> yeah, because that's really a, a classic one that, you know, people can show up to a, a speech and they have their to-do list and think that that's a, a, a good system for them. But but not knowing that there's a lot of value to to clarifying and organizing. Mm. Um, so so having that list and it just says mom and ad campaign and budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, a, a line on my list that just says budget, I would never move on. <laughs> it would just be standing there looking at me uh, and I would look at it and I would move on to the next yeah. thing. Um, but so for those of you listening from from Denmark, you might have seen my my most recent uh, post on the on the website explaining my last trip to the recycling station. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we just moved into a new apartment. Um, I was heading to the recycling station. All the stuff was organized and ready to go into the different uh, boxes or containers at the recycling mm-hmm. station. But there was one bag there that was mixed. There was a mix of stuff in mm-hmm. there that had not been been moved around. And I was heading out the door. I was ready to go. I looked at that bag i picked up the other stuff and ran with it so again just showing how much value there is to having clarified and organized so you don't have to stop and think things Mm. through when you need to move on exactly and this is by far the one thing i see that my coaching clients um, have problems with 
know, to clarify, clarify, you take something that is more or less clear to you. You think you know, you know, somewhat what you need to do, and you, you take that and you put it on your list. You jump, you jump the the clarify next action mm. process, and 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 then people come, and I I don't know why GTD don't work for me, and 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 when we look at it, well, because you haven't clarified. Well, mm. uh, do I need to do that? Yes, <laughs> because if you don't, you will put unclear stuff on your, your list, and you will you will procrastinate them uh, at some point because your brain has a very fine tuned bullshit filter. If you haven't clarified, the brain will say, I, you don't know what to do here. I give you now <laughs> procrastination. You are welcome. <laughs> so, and, uh, so, but if you clarify and really down at the next action level, uh, physical, visible next action where you have everything you need, you, you will, uh, you don't need to think. So if you're a little tired or, or where you're a little brain dead after a long day, you can still be productive moving stuff forward without thinking. And the idea here, mm. I remember Todd Brown uh, telling me one time is that he, he make plans for his future self to be happy. So you, mm. you clarify and organize for the, the, the future you to say, oh, thank you. I don't need to think. I just have to do. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice way to yeah. say it. Do you have anything to, to add on this? No, but I think that moves us, uh, you know, the next uh, next one on the list also relates pretty close to this, which is uh, a list of next actions. Come on, my good old to-do list works just fine. And again, having connected both the clarify and the organized steps, so uh, thinking things through, I, I completely agree with you that this really is a common question and the clarify step is, is so important, especially in this day and age where things move uh, as fast as they do. Capture that decision. Once you've made that decision, on the next actions, uh, be sure to store that to make it more easy for you to move forward on things. And I clearly remember this as well from from the early days of GCD, having to understand the value of of storing that decision and and making that the list to work from rather than just budget. Um, it, but but you know coming you know giving giving this a try and really experiencing this for myself really made such a big difference in in in, in really getting things done and not procrastinating. I used to be a, an expert <laughs> at procrastinating, uh, and and it's really difficult to procrastinate when you have a list of next actions. When it's well, send an email to Morton about the ad campaign. Well, I I can do that if it's it again if it's at budget, I could quickly skip that and maybe uh, check the news again yeah. or LinkedIn or Facebook or whatever it might be. Respond to email. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's not too many sections, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yes. exactly. No, I'm I'm to totally with you. Um, uh, uh, this this next question is also could be related to this, and um, also said I I have too much to do already. Why should I spend time on learning GTD? Is that I have many times when I've um, done my seminars and some of my keynotes, people come up to me and they talk to me after or during and they say, uh, really, I have really too much to do. I don't have, I don't have bandwidth to learn something new. And, you know, and, um, and what would you answer such a, you know, statement? Like? 
<clears throat> well, I get this uh, get this a lot as well, especially when we you know talk through the first uh, first three steps: uh, capture, clarify, and organize. Um, but also when we talk about three different types of work. Um, so really trying to communicate to people that this takes work upfront. They're totally right, uh, and I don't want to hide that fact. I want to make it very clear to them that this takes time, so that they know that if they want to try out some of the things that we recommend, that they, that they should know that this investment. Uh, in, in time um, is there, but it certainly makes sense. Mm. And we know that from, uh, you know, years of experience, uh, millions of people using this across the world, that this does make sense. We know it, um, again, from studies as well, showing how much time people actually gain, mm. even though they maybe spend uh, 30 to 90 minutes clarifying and organizing their stuff that has shown up during a day, it still makes them more productive in the yeah. end. Um, and, it, and it is common sense. If you, you look at the, the, the model of GTD, the, the control and perspective parts of GTD, it really makes good sense. It's just commonsensical. I think David Allen uses something like uh, everybody uh, reckon, recognize common sense when they kiss you on the forehead. And, but you need to be kissed in the forehead by understanding this to be able to then say, ah, oh, okay, I understand. Um, but uh, when you have too much to do, it's, it's, it's not a good place to, to learn GTD. It's like, um, I, I, I say that when you have too little to do or too much to do, this is the, the worst place to be when learning GTD. But there is, there is just one way uh, that will give you back an overview and control if you have too much to do is that it's true. You must go through everything you need to you know you can't skip anything you have to record everything you have to capture everything and then clarify and organizing and get it get an overview of everything and and some of the things i've i've met people say is that i thought i had really a lot to do but when i captured it clarified and organized it i understood that the reason i felt like that it was because it was in my head i didn't have the overview i didn't have mm. the, the feeling of control and because i didn't have the overview and the feeling of control uh, I felt anxious. It was just too much. And um, when I do my seminars, I, I sometimes ask people, uh, if you have uh, two people working in a department, going to their boss and, you know, candidate A says, I have too much to do. I just have too much to do. And that is, it's just way too much. And the boss says, what? What do you have? And I says, I don't know. It's just mm. too much. And then candidate B goes, I have too much to do. I really have too much to do. And, he, and the boss asks uh, again, uh, then what, what do you have to do? Uh, and, and well, I have this project. This is my responsi areas of, uh, responsibility. And I have these projects here and I have these projects here. And as you can see, there is not enough hours uh, a day to get through this. What should go? And it's so much easier for the boss to say, well, you can let go of this, 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 and this. You can put this on the back burner. This is something maybe, this is maybe project on hold and, and, and to, to then come back to um, an equilibrium where you feel you can manage your mm. work. It's not too much to do. It's, you know, find the balance of the right, right amount to do. Mm, exactly. And and you're reminding me of uh, work that I'm doing with a coaching client right uh, right now. So I've worked with her 
a number of times uh, this this year and, and and one time there was a big project that really took up a lot of her attention so we zoomed in on that uh, we 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 didn't even use the natural planning model we just started to empty her you know your brain um, about that specific project uh, so we wrote things down and said so is there anything else is there anything else is there anything else and the look on her face when she realized that there was nothing else relating to that project was you know that relief <sighs> that was just so clearly visible um it really you know was an um you know a good reminder for me as well on, on the value of, of really getting all that stuff mm. out and and it is if it is in your head it takes more space than it needs to so if you get it mm. out you will be able to lower your shoulders you get an overview and you feel more in control and there is a few feelings uh, that is better than to feel that you are in control of your work. If you lost your control, you are in a, not a very good place. And GTD gives you the tools mm. to get into that control feeling again that you, well, you can't control faith. You can't control your health. You can't control the, you know, the, the people around you, but you, you can control how you think about uh, your commitments. And that's the only thing mm. you can control in this world. Um, should we move on to the next next one? Let's try the next one. So that relates to, to step number four about reflecting and uh, specifically zooming in on the weekly review. Uh, saying, uh, I don't have time for that. I, I need to get things done. Yeah. <laughs> that is also a classic um, one. <laughs> it really, really is. How would you respond to that one? Well, uh, uh, you need to get things done, but how do you know you're doing the right things? How do you know that you're getting the right things done? And the only way to know that you are doing the right things is to get an overview of everything you could do at any given point of time and uh, mm. and then pick after. But to get to that weekly, sorry, to get to that point where you have the overview of everything you need to do, you need to capture everything, clarify it and organize it and reflect on it on a regular basis to maintain that feeling of control. So, um, if you want to get the right stuff done, you can't skip weekly review. I think David Allen said, said at some point, if you don't do a weekly review, you don't do GTD. And I think that is very, <laughs> very true. Even though it's, it's hard for some people. And I admit sometimes it's not as easy as, and I've been doing it for how many years? Sometimes I struggle also, uh, to, you know, to, uh, to find the energy and the focus to, to do a weekly review. But I know after I've done this, I, I have a, a unbeatable feeling of being in control of my world. And, um, and I know that the, the, the week to come, I will do more of the right stuff. I will not forget something important. Everything is under, under, under control. So anything you would add to that? Do you have some? No, you pretty much described uh, what, what I would say as well. You know, taking the time to do this can be uh, a challenge. You know, there's a lot of stuff to get done, stopping. And, it, you know, it can feel like you're just looking at your work rather than doing any anything. But it really is so, so valuable. Um, and like you say, it you know, it, it sometimes it can be a challenge to get done. And sometimes, you know, um, actually, earlier today, uh, we're recording this on a Thursday. I have my reviews on Friday. Um, I, I did mine earlier. 
because mm. I had a look at my list, my inboxes were empty. I did not feel sure on what I would engage with right no. now. Um, what was the right thing for me to do? So I did a weekly. I'm review. happy because you're <laughs> more <laughs> here in this call. <laughs> I am. <laughs> and no, but I went through everything, went through my lists, went through my projects. Mm. Um, you know, looked at what I could be doing uh, relating to to the longer term goals that we had, and really thought things through. I flagged a few things, uh, got a few things done before the podcast, and I know what I'm doing after the good, podcast. Good. No, this is. Um as taken from the textbook, this is, uh, you know, classical good uh, behavior is if you, if you feel that you don't have the overview and the feeling of control, do a weekly review mm. or do a short review. Just look, look through everything so that your shoulders go back in the right place. So you know that what you're focusing on right now is the right things, which leads us to uh, the, the last question on, on our list here is picking the right things on my list. I just go by priority. No need for limiting criteria or horizons for essence of focus. How will you respond to that? <clears throat> well, I, I think for, for at least uh, many of the people that I come across, they really um, feel busy or really are really busy right now. So a lot of their work is simply putting out fires mm -hmm. and they will put out one. And as they are putting that one out, they uh, then the new one is starting mm -hmm. uh, at the other end of the office and then they have to run towards that one. So I get why uh, initially this might seem like um, additional complexity in, in figuring out what the right thing is to do. But it really, you know, getting to the, the, the right place and, 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 you know, working from those, those yeah. limiting criteria, understanding your horizons of as, focus, understanding as, the, as the opposite the is support. like we're, we're trying to, you know, walk barefoot on very hot asphalt where mm. you, you are jumping, uh, alternate your feet for, for, uh, don't burn yourself because it's so hot under mm. your feet. Is it, you know, this close to explosion. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, if, if, if you were, you know, uh, looking at your, your lists, but you have a deadline in two hours, you probably know what the right thing is to mm -hmm. do. But part of doing GTD is getting to a good place where you have a good overview. You can work on the right things at the right time. And that's where these models really come into play. So uh, initially, I, I think it might have been one of those steps that I didn't really understand that well in the beginning. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, progressing with my, my own travel or journey with GTD, um, this, this step has become really, really important step yeah. five and uh, this um, make me always i wouldn't say snicker but it's, it's kind of like hmm i just go by priority this is i choose by priorities so and, and there's no need for the horizons of focus and this is how you know your priority if you don't know what's important to you how can you prioritize mm. um this horizon focus model is, of course, the model where we start on the top with with purpose, values, and principles, and then a vision a vision statement on how it looks when you are living your your um, purpose, values, and principles, and then uh, long term goals, to twelve to twenty four months from now, um, and then your your areas of responsibility. If you don't know what your areas of responsibility is really, how can you prioritize anything? How can you say I will choose between this and that if you don't know what's what what you are measured on, what you feel you are you should be measuring yourself on? Um, I, this is a little. 
I, I, I hear, hear this also. This is, but, but it is kind of like a paradox. It's just a paradox as time management. You cannot manage mm. time. It's not possible. <laughs> time is a constant. You're in it all time. We can't get escape it and we can't manage it. The only thing you can manage is your focus and your concentration on what's what needs to have your attention right now. So, mm. Well, um, anything to add? To this my little rant there no i think we <laughs> i think we 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 covered pretty much all of these are really common questions that we that we come across and um we thought it was uh, valuable to maybe walk the, through these and and hopefully they gave you some food for thought or maybe uh, some uh, um, helpful explanations if you have colleagues that are wondering why you would be working with uh, using the gcd system yes indeed and this episode has become a little longer than normal, which is by request also. People ask us, can you make a little <laughs> longer episodes? Because I, I, I don't know why, but maybe their their commute is longer, even though I don't understand that it's not a lot of people commuting these days. But <laughs> maybe they have a lot of housework to do. So we are happy to oblige every now and then with a longer episode. So for those of you who wanted this, uh, here you go. Um, will you take us out, Lars? Certainly. So as usual, uh, if you want more information and you are in the Nordics, gcdnordic.com is the place to go uh, from the website. You will find links to all the country websites in each of the Nordic countries. And on those, you can find more articles about GCD. You can find the newsletters. You can find links to the groups on social media where uh, GCDers discuss the methodology tools, etc. Um, and of course, also our offerings, uh, including the virtual ones that are, are popular these days um, and as always we really appreciate if you uh, if you like the the episodes if you have any questions or any uh, feedback on uh, what to talk about next time be sure to send us an email podcast at gtdnordic.dk it's in the show notes as well um, and if you appreciate it we really uh, we really appreciate if you could rate us on itunes or share this podcast with a uh, with a colleague it really helps us out yes thank you and until next time Stay productive and stay safe. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye.